Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ed Carson here with a look at the action in today's session where we saw stocks get hit hard again today, Ed. Yeah, it was not uh, a fun session once again. Uh, and I do want to take a look at three stocks that are holding up reasonably well, Neurocreen Biosciences, Meta Platforms, and NOV. We'll take a look at those three stocks, but first, let's analyze the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down 1.6%, followed by the S&P 500 off 1.5%. The Russell 2000 also hard hit today, down 1.2%. The Dow down a little over 1.1%. And this correction is continuing, Ed. We now have the NASDAQ getting very close to that round number of 13,000. And of course, uh, we do have the undercut already of the mid-August lows there. So when is the selling going to let up? I think that's what everyone wants to know. I think everyone wants to know. I'd like to know too. And I, But the, what you should <laughs> thinking is that don't be swayed by one good day. I mean, Monday's bounce was not much, but we got a bounce. Yeah. Well, that's gone. I mean, that's just a blip. Now, you can, you know, it didn't really do much. Even if it had been a really strong day, you shouldn't get too excited. I think that's the lesson uh, yeah. Could we get a bounce here? Sure. I mean, we were at these levels, uh, you know, we're sort of there's various metrics that suggest we're oversold, but we could get a bounce for a day or two. But but then what? And it, and it doesn't have to happen right away. Uh, so I think you just have to wait, wait to see. OK, not do we only get a balance, but then do we really follow through and have a follow through day mm -hmm. before we do that? Right now, treasury yields are rising. It's, it's hard to see the market really rebounding with the yields continuing to rise. Right. Uh, very good points there. One day is not enough. We need the market to prove itself to us first. And we're not seeing that just yet. Uh, but we'll have to see if a change in the tone and in the market direction is on the horizon. But until then, we need to protect our portfolios, right, Ed? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what you need to be doing right now. This is, it's raining outside, stay inside, keep your powder dry. Yes, and it is raining here. It's been raining in <laughs> New York. So I guess a, a very reflective of the market environment at the current juncture. Okay, let's also take a look at the S&P 500 undercutting, uh, you know, last week, that mid-August low. And it's now getting pretty close to the 200-day line. Is that going to be a magnet there, Ed? I mean, it's less than 2% away from that long-term potential support level. Yeah, and also just noticing that it's sort of close to that whole March to May range, too. I mean, all of those gains that we had, it's really, you know, it's right yeah, there. Yeah, right there. Mm -hmm. So that would be a place where maybe you'd expect it to bounce. Maybe it'll maybe it'll stop there for a day or two and then keep falling. Or maybe, you know, so we don't know. That's an obvious place where you'd like to, see, you know, maybe see support. But that's still another couple percentage points or what have you. Uh, and we'll just have to see. Uh, yeah, right now it's as, you know, we're definitely in a downtrend. Uh, it doesn't take a lot of genius to, to figure that one out right now. <laughs> Yeah. And the Dow, speaking of the 200-day line, undercutting that level today for the first time in a while here, Ed. It had a couple of touches of that level in May, but hasn't closed below it since it looks like, you know, Q1 of this year. Yeah. And see, this is an example of what could happen to things. Like, oh, there's a support level. Look, it found support on Monday. Well, that was Monday. And here we are 
we're down here now. And we saw that with a lot of the things. The Russell 2000 did that last week. And well, now the Russell 2000 is well below, you know, where it was from a couple of weeks ago. It was finding support there and then it, that didn't last. And uh, it's now well below that level. Um, really looks weak. And that's just a reflection of how how narrow the breadth is. And Haley has been, right. you know, really for quite a while. Mm hmm. Here's a look at RSP, which is one of those breadth signals continuing to fall off here. We were hoping for some support around the 200-day line uh, for this ETF, but pretty heavy losses as of late. And now back to where it was in the beginning of June. So that's a pretty big round trip there. Pretty big round trip. Yeah. And it's, you know, a lot of the mega caps are struggling, but you can see how they had been lifting up the uh, the the market to a certain extent because that's still well above the 200 day line. And uh, but so that's they're struggling, but everything else has been doing so much worse uh, right. over the last few months. Yes. OK, next on the list, of course, what has been the real thorn? in the stock market side, well, that is the treasury yields here continuing to skyrocket. Let's take a look at a, at a weekly chart. So now four weeks up in a row, last week was a pretty big week and a historic week at that. It looks like we're uh, continuing to make history here, Ed, in a yeah. not so good way. Yeah, this is the one breakout that's working and that's that's exactly what we don't wanna see. Uh, you know, and it was it was actually gotten below 4.5%, not too much before the open today. And so it kept on gaining steam. And that's one reason why the market closed relatively close to lows today, because the yield was rising up. Uh, yeah. And, you know, while the, there's a Fed, inf there's an inflation report uh, that's important on Friday. But to be honest, this really isn't have much to do with the Fed. Short-term rates are not rising. The odds of Fed rate hikes are falling. So this is maybe government shutdown concerns. Uh, stronger U.S. economy, uh, just various things that are going on that isn't really related to Fed and inflation per se. Hmm. So when do you think, uh, of course, this is another crystal ball question, but when do you think we might get some headlines that could influence what we're seeing here if it's not going to be these econ headlines later in the week? Well, I mean, it maybe just signs more like that we're having slower growth, which isn't the greatest news for the, the Wall Street either. I mean, you want to get that magical balance in there. But uh, maybe what we just is that it has to level up. It's normalizing because we've gone through a long stretch of very unusual uh, interest rates. And so maybe we just have to stabilize somewhere and they don't go down. We don't see three, you know, 3% handle for quite a while. Uh, but it could be that we have a slower economy down later on for various reasons. UAW strike is a short-term impact. There's student loan repayments. Uh, but that isn't necessarily something we'll get stocks too excited, but it could bring bond yields down. Okay. And then, of course, also on our radar is the super strong dollar. I feel like, uh, Ed, we may need some sort of ants indicator here uh, <laughs> for the dollar. Maybe not quite, you know, because it does have a volume component, but just, just this ascent it keeps marching and marching higher which it's just it's kind of incredible when you think about uh you know where we were about six weeks ago and it's just it just seems relentless is what it seems yeah and obviously this is very closely tied to the treasury yields rising like this and the weakness overseas everybody wants to come into the dollar 
And that's with the shutdown that's coming in. I mean, it's like funny that the dollar has continued to show everybody wants to get into the dollar despite despite those concerns. Uh, this is this is a real negative. I mean, anybody who has big overseas operations, that dollar is you know you translate that money back. So that's that's going to be a headwind, uh, you know, in Q3, but especially going forward. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, even though the market outlook is a little dreary at this time, of course, things can change quickly, and we'll be there waiting. We do want to keep some stocks on the watch list in case the market tide shifts more in our favor. So let's go to NBIX, biotech stock, and today's stock of the day, Ed, has a relative strength line that's looking pretty good here. Yeah, really been moving up uh, the last several several weeks. I think it's like an eight-month high or so. Uh, trading pretty well on this sort of on a, on a cup with handle base. I suppose if you really, you know, it's not necessarily the best market for it, but you could see it was trying to sort of break a trend line, trying to get above that short-term level. So sort of feel like if it got above today's high, you could treat that as actionable. Do you want to in this market? That's another question. Uh, Biotechs are doing relatively well. They're sort of insulated from economic concerns the way there are other things. But, you know, this is showing a lot of strength. This is a sector that's now coming up a lot. Uh, they're, they're, you can look at their their growth seems to be picking up again. They had a tough stretch, but growth is supposed to pick up next year. They have another drug that you know that they're hoping to get approval for. Uh, so I think you know there are definitely some bright prospects for uh, NBIX. Mm-hmm. And this stock is turning around. You can see that by these moving averages. We just recently got that crossover to get that 10-week back above the 40-week line. So the other question here, too, is, Ed, that this stock can go on some runs, but can it have a sustained move? It's been a little while since it's been able to do that. I'm pulling up the monthly chart here. The relative strength line for this stock actually peaked in 2018. So that means it's been underperforming the S&P 500 for about the last five years or so. But uh, it has gone on a, a big run previously before that. It has. And but in, and you make a good point about some underperformance longer term. And it has some it can have some big losses, you know. There's some. There were some really heavy selling. They go on a weekly chart. It really shows up how it sold off uh, quite a bit, you know, at various times. Some really big losses that strong sell signals. So that's something to watch. I mean, there. That's always a concern. We saw some biotechs have huge gains today, and some other ones just gap down. So always an issue. Uh, again, another thing that adds the risk. I mean, if there's not that much upside and there's always the risk of a 15, 20% drop with any biotech, uh, definitely something to consider in, in this climate. Okay. Well, we'll continue to keep this sector on our radar. And once again, that was today's stock of the day. So check out that article on the homepage of investors.com. Meta has its connect event this week so we'll hear from ceo mark zuckerberg on the latest with what the social media giant is up to seeing some tight action here on the weekly chart at that round number of 300 so of the magnificent seven stocks of these mega cap tech names this one seems to be holding up fairly well this one clearly is the best at this point with all the other names well below the 50-day line, very tight action here. It's just below the 50-day on a daily, or the, but it has a nice cup with handle. 
you know, it really didn't fall much today when a lot of other names were falling two, three, four percent among those right. not as magnificent seven anymore. And, <laughs> uh, this drawdown over the past couple of weeks has actually been healthy because it's a let there was a bit of a shakeout because it sort of had a wedgy kind of feel as it sort of rose up along the 50 day line. It wasn't like bad action or anything, but this is a little bit more of a shakeout and the relative strength lines looking very good. Uh, we'll see. They're at this Meta Connect. They'll probably announce more VR hardware and some AI development tools. It, you know, a lot of people know that's happening, so it may not move the stock. It may be like, well, that wasn't that interesting. Uh, so it's not necessarily going to be a big deal for the stock. But you know, uh, you can look and see how the uh, the profit outlook. I mean, it finally turned around. It's sort of a turnaround. They've cut costs. Their advertising has picked up. Oh. I know AI is exciting, everything, and that's helping. But a lot of it's just that their profit profit outlook has really dramatically changed uh, right. from where it was last year. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Ed, if the AI outlook is exciting, you know that's one thing. But what about what's in the company's name now? Meta, the metaverse. Where where does that fit into the picture here? That is still something I think Reality Labs lost. Like it's a big center of their metaverse per, per a push is like four billion dollars in the hole in Q2, and those losses are going to continue. So it's a big. That's a big deal. I mean, it's that's a lot of money that they're spending uh, on that. So uh, yeah, the metaverse not so much. If this were AI platforms, that uh, you can only imagine how much more the stock would would be looking like right now. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to see what they have to say come uh, when that event drops. And we've got the coverage for you on that event as it happens and after our analysis on investors.com. That is it for today, uh, everyone, no, except we have, for no. one more stock. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, let's go to NOV Oil & Gas. I I psyched myself out there. Let's let's take a look at this energy sector name that is pulling back in an orderly fashion. Can't forget about this one because look at the group ranked three out of 197. It may be a lesser known name, but it is worth covering. Yeah, really strong. You know, look at that earnings growth that it's having right now, and it's having huge earnings for this year. Uh, it's pulled back to the 50-day, 10-week line. You know, it wouldn't take much of a bounce to get it back above a still valid buy point of 2098. So I think that you could use that. I would pretty much line up with all those things, still being close to the 50-day, still being close to that trend line. Uh, so that seems like a pretty good trigger. This is like one area where you could get into the market energy because energy is sort of marching to its own drummer. Uh, as long as oil prices are trending up, that's a positive sign. Uh, you know, it's not completely immune, but oil did go, you know, oil was up today. So, you know, and NOV is is in one of the hottest groups out there. So that one's, it's, some of the other names are more extended uh, or, or still working on their way to pull back. But this one seems like ready to go, as it were, if it can go. Again, the correction makes, uh, makes it, uh, raises the stakes a little bit, but energy is probably the one area you could play right mm. now. Ed, Looking at the personality of this stock, does this seem more like one you would trade for a quick hit versus really try to hold for a bigger move? Well, I think you've answered the question with those charts. Yeah, I, that's a good point. I mean, I think it does seem to be more of a enjoy a gain, at least take partial profits after a decent gain, whether that's 10%, 15%. 
Uh, and it's also, it's had a good run and oil's had a good run. So there may be a lot of the move may already be there. So you may not, this is may not be something that doubles, triples from here. I mean, it could do that. It has had those moves, mm -hmm. but uh, it seems like taking some profits along the way, at least uh, would probably be a smart idea given some of the ups and downs that this has had in the last several years. All right. Well, we'll have to see what happens. Ed, thank you so much for your insights today and for catching me before <laughs> we signed off a little too soon. Appreciate it. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live and we hope you join us. Investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.